Hello, and welcome back to the homebrew. Last week, our group of adventurers gained two new companions, who were asleep in the woods between Basinth and Fabenwall. A Captain Flint Bright and Gooey Ooze were covered in strange yellow mushroom spores, which quickly faded upon our group approaching. After talking with the others for a little while, two new people decided to join with the group, making them currently a five-person squad. They travelled back to Basinth, in search of more information about the merchants and learned that their next visit would be soon and not as large as their previous group. This meant the party could plan something. In the meantime, they helped out the mayor by finding the cause of their food shortage, which happened to be two Shahuigans who had taken residency in a nearby cave. The team promptly dealt with the Shahuigans and looted the bodies, and that is where we shall return. My name is Ashley, and I play Lopard. Hi, my name is Bree, and I will be playing Kyrie. Hi, I'm Nyx, and I'll be playing Ovani. Hi, I'm March, and I play Flint Bright. Hi, my name is John, and I'll be playing Gooey. And I'm Rob, the you-don't-know-how-many-errs-I-had-to-cut DM. Welcome to the homebrew. So... From where you are at the moment, you can see the remnants of the Shahuigan, which have been looted. You've got the way out behind you, but the cave does seem to go slightly deeper, and there's quite a strong uh, ocean smell from deeper in the cave. Mm. Can we uh, see how far the cave goes? You can't see all the way in there, but you can see it only appears to be a uh, like short tunnel before it begins to open up again, but you can't make out what's in the room. Mm. Okay. Um, I turn to the group and I, I say, Well, little birds, I think we should heal you up first. Sound like a good idea? Uh, I'm gonna just shrug off and walk over to the, uh, cave. <laughs> Fine. I'm pretty okay. sure you still have the, uh, like, little vial that was made for you in Faith and Wall of the healing root stuff. Yeah, yeah, we, we do have that. Kyrie um, also healed you last Yeah, second. I did get healed. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kyrie Back did up to seven. Like seven. Close enough. Uh, I'm gonna miss I'm walking over. Okay. Takes... What's, what's everyone else doing? Yeah, I follow I'm, behind. I'm taking some of the crab meat that I pulled out of that little crab and feeding it to the belt on my hat. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of crack open a couple of shells and there's... Some of the crab meat's cooked, some of it is raw, but you just ping it upwards and you hear a... Mm. I look at, I skip happily towards the rest of the group, making happy squishing noises. So, yeah, as Little Bird uh, walks past this short tunnel, the cave kind of opens up. Do you have dark vision, Little Bird? No. Okay. You can't see <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> mm. I'm pretty sure March was the one with the uh, the torch. Am I? And I'm not sure. Mm. Pardon? Kyrie. Was it Kyrie? I think it was mm -hmm. Kyrie. Uh -oh. But we do have dancing yeah. lights going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but those only provide dim light, which still isn't great. That's like 20 feet in front of you, and it's a relatively large room. The walls are like dripping with moisture, but it is solid rock. And as you enter, the smell of the ocean kind of turns a bit sour. Mm. Okay. I guess I'll take the lead. And like walking back through the group, I'd like try to like put my hand out and pat Bean Man. But I, I'm guessing that my hand just seeps through. Where are you panting? <laughs> yeah, it depends the on how you're hitting him. The head. Friendly slap on the ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just push the head down and just kind of like... 
expands outwards a little bit like a water balloon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just probably say good job, buddy, and then uh, continue walking on. Give uh, it a thumbs up. With, with the with the torch and. Uh, I'd, I'd just light in the, the way what we're going. Yeah, as you enter, you see the cave walls start to illuminate with like a warm orange glow, and you can see several like woven wicker baskets uh, like lined up against the back wall. Some of them have been knocked over, and uh, you can see like fish carcasses in them. Some have been eaten, some haven't. From the looks of it, most of them seem to still have fish in, and quite a fair amount. Oh, that's good. Just gonna Could like I... <clears throat> remiss and then go over and start filling one of the baskets with uneaten fish. There's about six baskets in total of uneaten fish, and they probably come about two and a half foot up, maybe three. Oh, that's so. How wide yeah, are they? That's a lot of fish. How wide's the basket? Probably, but they're about the size of like an ale cask. If you've ever seen like a, a an actual like wine barrel or an ale barrel they're probably about that size oh that's pretty big uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's a it's a lot of fish i just have... some of them are starting to rot and smell and some of them seem relatively fresh i'll probably like try and take control and say like look the like these are the people's like food resources we need to get them back to the gripley village and help them feed because they're, they're they're starving out there I mean, I, they're not starving. I like to think well, that while Kyrie's start. giving the speech, I've just already filled a basket and I'm walking away. <laughs> You're eating them. <laughs> Gooey just raises their hand towards uh, Kyrie. Hello. <laughs> I can help move them. Okay, Bean Man, what you got? Okay. I will uh, sort of point my staff slowly towards the ground and start tracing out a the shape of a circle and sort of a sky blue trail kind of leaves behind. And as I finish the circle, I will cast Tessinus Bloating Disc, which is a three-foot uh, disc of force, which slowly just levitates off the ground. Disc can carry a lot. Put on, we go. Put both thumbs up. I'll start trying to... Load the baskets of fish onto the, the disc. How many can be fit on? It can hold 500 pounds of weight. It can hold but a lot. But it's only three feet It's only, wide, it's only so. three, feet, three feet diameter. So it can hold a few of the barrels. But yeah, we can you, take a few. you fit about four of the, of the barrels on there. Um, Just like some of them are slightly over the edge, but you know. Four if you push it, three with ease. Yeah, so like an arcade game of stack them. Kyrie yeah. tries to, like, stack them on top of each other. <laughs> Obviously, hand coordination is sometimes not always there. So, a <laughs> couple of oopsies and stuff like that. Anyone else helping? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, I was wondering, are these baskets, do they have a, um, a lid on them? Or are they, like, open? What's the deal? You can see, like, one or two lids thrown to the wayside, but they look like they've been, like, torn open and the, the wicker that was used to make them has, like, peeled away and has started to get a, almost, like, rud, uh, wood rot. Mm. Okay, I have an idea. I don't know if it's gonna work, but I want to take uh, two of the lids, or, like, I think there's two, or maybe three. Uh, I want to take those lids and put them 
on the basket and I'm gonna cast Ray of Frost to freeze them shut so we can transport them easily. Oh. I can cast uh, Ray of Frost, which I haven't you chilled You also got yet. chill touch. Yes, but <laughs> that's the If you want to keep one fish really cold. <laughs> <laughs> I guess how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it is. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, if you read through the spell, I don't think it will have the same effect you're after. <laughs> no. But yeah, I do um, Ray of Frost then for two baskets. Do we need to roll? Uh, no, no. For, for ease of like story continuity and stuff, yeah, easily enough, you like place your hand on it and it starts off pretty thin layer of like chilly blue um, mist comes out starts to harden around the edges and you can see little ice crystals jutting out. The longer you leave your hand on there, the thicker the ice gets until it, you essentially form a barrier over the top, which is keeping A, the fish cool, and B, serving as a way so that they don't just spill out all over the floor. Nice. Also, uh, question, can we roll the barrels instead of carrying them? <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? Maybe not. These are wicker baskets. They. They've got give to them, but if you put uh, them on your side and roll them, you're probably going to undo some of the woven materials and stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, mm. I um, I carry, I don't know how many I can carry, but uh, I smash as much as I can. I'll say, uh, watch your strength. <laughs> um, <laughs> ten. <laughs> okay, well, as Little Bird's got one, and Bean Man's carrying four, essentially, you can carry one barrel that takes you up to six how many is there six <laughs> oh, okay well done also is there anything else in the cave anything of value or something of importance it just seems to be like shells of animal uh, like sea animals and fish bones there's like a clump of uh, seaweed and stuff in one corner you see uh, the staffs that they used that had like the rusted sword kind of tied to the end of them. There's one of those kind of thrown to the side. Hmm, okay. Can I like pick up the 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 weapon and see if it's got any markings on like the, the ring? What do you mean on the ring? Oh, you mean like like the ring? Yeah, the riddle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make an investigation. 17. Yeah, they, they don't. It just seems to be a a very, very well-worn short sword that's kind of snapped in the middle and has gave it a point. It's very heavily rusted. The uh, handle that was once like what looks to be like an ebony kind of wood has eroded away and kind of been jammed in this other bit of what looks like driftwood that starts off quite thick where it attaches to the sword but quickly but tapers off and becomes quite thin and then it's some uh, tightly woven uh, like old rope that's just kind of holding it together in place I'll just go yeah and just break it over my knee <laughs> <laughs> splinters out everywhere and take yeah. one damage <laughs> <laughs> you get a splinter in your kneecap <laughs> you'll get gangrene <laughs> good job <Right. laughs> I'm guessing we're just all heading out now, or trying to head out. I'll just lead the pack with the torch. Yeah, how far of a walk uh, did we take to get here? It's only like 25 minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, not In much. It's literally like maybe five minute walk from the outskirts of town. Hmm. 
And the town's not super big, so... I'm gonna look at Bean Man and be like, Is your plate disky thing gonna last the whole way back? I just nod rapidly. Do we need another disc so you don't have to walk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm, nod violently. I'm, 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 I'm good. Maybe we could, like, separate the baskets on the discs if you can make more and make it more stable, perhaps? I kind of just, like, go to put my stuff towards the ground and then just kind of turn a little bit grey. Takes longer. Okay? Okay. So, so for reference, if I want to do this again, I'll have to spend ten minutes doing it. Uh, as I is okay. a as I can catch a, cast it as a ritual, which will take me ten minutes, but I won't spend a spell slot doing it. Um, Meanwhile, I'm holding this basket <laughs> with my ten strength. Oh, I can carry it for you. I've got eleven strength. No, I've got thirteen. <laughs> I have thirteen strength. <laughs> oh yeah. Captain, please let us share yeah, this load. Yeah, I'll carry it. I'll I'm carry just gonna it. throw mine at Kyrie. <laughs> oh, okay. I've well, got I need eight a, strength. More well, I need to make a. Well, I need to make a. Three feet and is panting because <laughs> of how small they are and how big the basket is. They can't even pick it up. They're having to push it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take the the basket off a little bit. We'll just march on. I'll I'll have the torch lighted ahead of me. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll stay ahead as well because I don't Try have any bells. If Ka Kyrie's carrying the thing, then I'll take the torch and yeah, lead yeah, the way. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. About to say I don't want to melt the the basket. I don't think they'd melt. Well, the the ice frost would. Yeah, oh. the ice might. Yeah. Wood doesn't mm. melt, bud. <laughs> it can catch fire. Not soggy fish wood. <laughs> no, oh. I'm, I'm just referring to the frost. Salty fish would. <laughs> oh, so, about 25 minutes, half an hour passes, and you've gone through town, and you kind of drop the uh, the baskets in front of the tavern. It's it's all there. It's all sorted. As a note, as the disc is floating, it just constantly goes... <laughs> just like a little room burn. <laughs> Yes! Oh, I can already tell what's going to happen with these things. Can I just oh, I have plans! <laughs> just increasingly scared of the, the floating disc making the weird ticking noise. <laughs> Not knowing if it's going to take my head off over the next three minutes. I notice this and I fist bump Bean Man. Okay, I fist bump you back and my fist kind of dissolves a bit. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Meshes over your hand. <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll kick the door open of the tavern because I don't have any like arms to like push it open. But I'll <laughs> I'll kick it open like with just enough power, trying to like hold up the Gripleys there. What was scared of the door? Roll last for session. strength. Okay. We all know Breeze has a thing for kicking doors. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crit. <laughs> Are you serious? You rolled another nat 20 on kicking open a fucking door. Why is it destroying doors? As he kicks open no. the door, I'm just going to use prestidigitation to make a fit. Ding dong! <laughs> As he kicks open. So, Kyrie hands, like, wrapped around the base of this barrel of fish, kind of turns to the side, 
readies one leg and just like flat foot boots in between the doors. One of the handles kind of comes off and a hinge comes off a little bit. These are little doors for, well, they're not little, little, but they're, they're smaller doors meant for Gripply. Um, and it kind of, <laughs> doors swing open, slam against one of them loosely, and then just slightly out of time, you hear a ding dong. <laughs> As Kyrie is stood there, basket in hand, foot still out, looking very awkward. I'm just gonna, uh, like, survey the area, see if the Gripley's in there, what, like, were scared before. Most of the Gripley have flipped tables and are hiding behind them at this point. <laughs> I would just jollily laugh and say, it's dinner time, and then, like, walk up to the barmaid? I imagine she's there, and, uh... uh yeah, the moment you kicked open the door, she pulled out a bow and arrow and trained it onto your fucking head. Okay. <laughs> we are friends, <laughs> not food! Do not relax! Do not worry, it's just the usual. I'll, I'll slowly lower the, the basket onto the table and uh, say, Fish, you, bow and arrow, down. She looks at you, takes a, a deep fucking sigh, slams the bow and arrow on the table. Was there really any fucking need for that, <laughs> bastard? <laughs> I do uh, see that you brought the fish back though, so thank you for that. I'd probably just smirk and be like, nah, couldn't help it. And then, uh... Do you have the gold to replace the door? <laughs> uh... I'd whisper to, uh... Whoever can do prestidigitation. I'd say gold, it'd be, it'd be about... Maybe... Fifteen silver. Twelve, maybe? Twelve? Well, I'm not the one that's going and making the hinges and stuff. You'd have to talk to the blacksmith for that. Yeah. If you want to bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll speak to them later. I'm sure. Anyways. You think I've got time to make hinges? You think I've got time to fetch you food? Anyways. Apparently uh, so. Apparently so. Uh, I'm just gonna waver in the, the rest of the, the folk. One by one, you uh, each kind of trudge in. Some of you with baskets, some of you without, and then John with a disc, which kind of <laughs> against the fucking doors because it won't fit through properly. It just kind of like just scratching the sides of the doors. Breaks the door. <laughs> just run over and just sort of like push, put my hands against, just, just like shake about it. No, no, and just push it, it outside. Will it fit? Will it fit? <laughs> I push it back outside and just kind of. Take it gets barrels. halfway, and they see your face freaking out, and then they hear a <laughs> as you pull it back out, <laughs> scraping it once again. Just use prestidigitation. Yeah, I'll 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 head outside and just sigh a little bit and uh, take the barrels and not really pay any more careful attention to the door, just kind of like, again, just like, try to blitz past it and just put things down back on there. Roll uh, strength. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Roll strength, yes. I'm just gonna crouch Not down 20. and put my head in my hands. You just throw the barrels in from outside. <laughs> Slamming against the door. She, uh, she turns and looks at all of you, nodding slightly. 
She's like, you've, you've done a great service for this town. I'm sure the mayor will be happy. What happened? Where did you get the fish? Tell me. So what you expected, the Shurigan, there was multiple of them, and they did take the fish from your pond. So I, I guess you were right, but they didn't really put up much of a fight. Um, she kind of looks around and sees little bird's cloak covered in blood. I'm just going to point to my open wound. <laughs> and she kind of looks and she goes, Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a, just an acrobatics accident. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to be gymnasts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh... Shukurigans, no more. I don't think you have to worry about that anymore. And also, you should you really got... read a book sometimes. Mm. Shukurigan, yeah. one of the two. Anyways, blacksmith, door repair. Uh, where, where can I find them? You have a map. But why not? You're in this town. Why can not? You just, can no you just door. tell me where? Sorry, it's really difficult to decide when someone who speaks a lot and someone who doesn't barely speak common speaks at the same time. <laughs> So, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold out the map and say, Do you see a blacksmith on here? She goes, Yes! Right there! Yeah, uh, it's really hard to tell uh, Grey Block from Grey, grey Block 2. Uh, can you please mark that down? Kyrie, all of a sudden, cartographer. <laughs> I'll just make a mark. Putting yeah. Aaron out of the job. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just make a mark. And then, uh. Anyone else wants to do anything in the, the tavern field? I'll cast Prestidigitation to remove the mark that Gary made. <laughs> Stealthily. I'm gonna... Roll for stealth! Roll, I'm gonna... If this fails, I'm rolling for strength on a probably the biggest slap you've ever seen. Would it not be sleight of hand? Uh, it's difficult because it's Prestidigitation. Sure. But it's a spell, so generally... Yeah, yeah I suppose sleight, sleight of hand. Uh, oh, sure, let me see. Oh, seven. <laughs> you go to cast Prestidigitation while stood in front of Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> and looks. You do, the, you do the hand signs for it. And go to, like, run your hands over the map, and Kyrie just pulls the map out of your way. <laughs> yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie looks up at you and just looks at you with, like, the, the most stern face and say, oh, look, I haven't, had a, I haven't had a good day today. Do you want to be that door? Just gonna look at Kyrie confused and point to my wounds again. <laughs> Probably just gonna point to the shield and say, do <laughs> next time. There's just four claw marks in the front of the <laughs> shield. Yeah. I need to practice. <laughs> I go, go outside and just practice jumping off the wall of the, the, uh, the tavern. Uh, yeah, if you really want. Food. 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 Just squawk. It's food. Just thudding food. some squawking. I'll waddle outside and watch Little Bird attempt this. And I'm actually going to sort of, as they're trying to do it, I'm just going to kind of push the disc up on a side a little bit and just sort of use point to them <laughs> saying, jump off that. It's going to not explain and just start uh, jumping off that instead. Little Bird's now got a double jump. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I'll... Throw the barmaid a gold piece and say, Can I have a drink for the captain? Because the captain always wants drink and uh, just some money for your troubles. Sorry, she, I've had a bad day today. She scrapes it off the table and into the pouch, which is attached like behind the desk, and 
nods at you and she goes, I, I could do that. Starts pouring out a drink and slaps it in front of the captain. Uh, you sure about it? <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I'm fine with having a drink, but, like, I haven't done much. Well, you did kill a you, crab. How about you tell us a tale about anything, if you can remember anything, that just is, is a repayment? Uh, I mean, sure, yeah, when we get, uh, when we have time, you know, when we're staying here. I mean, that's, that's what we get as a reward, right? That was, uh, we're staying here, we got a free night at the inn. Yeah, sure. Correct. Mommy, what about that? The, uh, the barmaid looks at you and nods and she goes, you've got until, uh, however long you need it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> the, uh, the rooms are yours whenever you need them. Ooh, Just boom. let me know ahead of time so I can kick whoever's in there out. <laughs> can we, uh... Take the drinks with us and just return the cups. Depends where you're going. I'm just gonna point to the map again and the mark. I mean, sure, the mugs aren't that hard to make. If you don't bring them back, you don't bring them back. People are kind enough to bring them back for you anyway. Guess he's getting a free mug. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll just say, can you pour me another one, please? Yeah, she she pours a drink of. The drinks that you've had in this bar up until this point, so for Little Bird it'd be milk. For everyone else, including Gooey, I believe, it was the Slacky O'Cola thing. Yeah. No, waddle over. And just, water, please. You, yeah, can, can do. Does it cost anything? <laughs> no. Just kind of look over to what Paying for water seems a bit redundant. I just look over to the other two and see what they're drinking. And just stick my finger inside and start swirling it. And I will use prestidigitation <laughs> to change the flavour of the water to what they're drinking. Is <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing you can do with it? And just like yeah. lift up the glass and just go and just stick my hand inside and just suck it all out. <laughs> does it does it change the colour and everything of it? Yep. <laughs> I can change and the colour. She looks at you and she goes. <laughs> We could use someone like you in this bar. I need this spell in real life. <laughs> I noticed this and I go, oh, you can use it like that. <gasps> I just sort of turn I'd around like to make and this wink. Water baked beans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, you can do that. Right, okay. I'm gonna. Like, she looks make... at the captain and she goes, actually, um, you're. Uh, blade on your side. Blacksmith might be able to do something fun with that. Oh shit, really? That's pretty sweet. He'll, he may charge you for it, but he may be able to do something quite interesting with that. He's uh, done it for a few members of our guards. Uh, for payment-wise, do you know if he accepts, like, items that I can trade, or only gold? I mean, it's a it's a craftsman area. There's probably someone there that will buy items off you for gold. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Would be a shame if we had a spear to sell. I just dug my head back in here, that, and run over to the blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. So Well, I'm just gonna walk out the door with the the mug in hand and uh, drinking it, and I'll notice that the the little birds skirting off all the way to the blacksmith already. I'm just gonna <laughs> frantically like drop the mug and run. <laughs> like a parent after their child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, oh no, not again! <laughs> yeah. Just quickly turn to the captain. Do we follow? I think so, yeah. And I turn yellow. 
run after them. Gooey just gets up and starts running. <laughs> and as he gets about 20 feet of the way, the disc just <laughs> begins to follow as well. <laughs> it lasts for an so hour. Are you, all, are you all going to the uh, crafting marketplace? Uh, I'll finish my drink first. Okay. Do you want to interact with anyone in the bar before hand or while you're doing that or anything? Uh, nah, I'll just sit in a chair and drink it. Just like to imagine they're in a constant state of fear, still. <laughs> they're still hiding behind the tables. Yeah. The barmaid looks at you and she goes, You're more my speed. Fucking rushing off everywhere. You're still gonna get the stuff done, regardless of if you run to it or if you walk to it. You may as well enjoy your ale first. Agreed. I, I think I need some more after this. <laughs> With a party like that, I don't blame you. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> to be adventurers, it sounds fun. Oh, it really is, yes. If you're cut out for it, and if you want to, but uh, I, can, I can see myself. Returning home. That's what mirrors are for, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? When did one. she turn into such a bitch? <laughs> when her fucking tavern door got kicked off its hinges! i for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I follow the rest now, after uh, drinking. So, after about five to ten minutes walk, um, you come across uh, the place that was marked on the map and all you can see is one alleyway that like leads into the back of it that says old port crafters market like carved into the stones above it uh, and walking through it the floor is unlike the rest of the town which was like pressed dirt the floor for the crafters market is all roughly cut cobblestone laid out across the floor uh, the houses that were on the outskirts all have little outcroppings, um, almost like a conservatory without the windows and stuff. Uh, and it seems that this is where they're setting up shop almost. Like, it, it's less them selling wares, and more this seems to be the crafting district within Basinf. So a lot of them are just working on projects and chatting to people across the way with them as they do it. Uh, you can see, um, as you enter, to your left there looks to be someone who's making little wooden sculptures and stuff. Uh, they all seem to be gripply sculptures. You can see um, someone like uh, organising a series of books and stuff. You can see, um, like almost directly in front of you, out of the tunnel, uh, a gripply that's got quite a few scars on his face and he's wearing quite heavy leather gloves um, and he, he's tinkering with his back to something um, and there's uh, an anvil next to him and stuff and like a big roaring fire there's a couple of other places that do um, that, that, that like they make fishing rods or they'll make furniture pieces for the households that kind of thing I'm just going to sprint straight towards the blacksmith but I'm going to look at anything else okay as uh, you run over and excitedly like stand behind him, he kind of 
gives a backhead nod to you and then carries on, not really paying attention to you. I'm just going to tap him on the back and squawk a bit. <laughs> Looks at, he, like, jumps and shivers a bit and turns around, uh, hammer in one hand and, like, a pair of big iron, uh, like, clasps in the other. And as he turns around, you can see that, like, maybe a quarter of the right side of his face is all gnarled scars that come up past his lips and underneath his eye and stuff. And he looks at you and he goes, Yes. Uh, I'm going to hold out my scythe uh, excitedly and just motion towards it. He looks at you and looks at the scythe and he goes, Okay. Uh, do you speak common? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. in Kyrie's uh yeah, probably Kyrie's voice. Uh, yes. Not the voice I was expecting. Um, I want to say in Ovani's voice. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, you're one of those people that can kind of talk common. All right. You hold the he thumbs kinda, up. He, uh, not what you were expecting. Um, what looked to be like a simple wooden stool. As he turns around, the uh, the slats on it that would usually be like straight four slats kind of twist and curve so that he's essentially got a swivel chair that's a stool with limited motion so he can rotate around in it without having to like adjust his stool every time uh the wooden beams kind of bend and not not curve but i don't know how to explain it you know like when you have a piece of machinery that like can slide and go on a slant but still be steady Right, it, yeah. It's it's that kind of thing. He kind of looks at you now, and he's like, "Name's Reb," and he kind of takes off his hat, uh, his gloves, and slaps him down next to him. And you can see he's got quite large hands for a Gripley. He puts his feet up on his other desk and like slaps his hand down. And he goes, "So how can I help you?" I'm just gonna point to myself and say, uh, in the woman's voice, "Little bird." And then just hold up my sword again. Uh, okay then, little bird. Um, funny, that name sounds familiar, but never mind. He, like, grabs, grabs the scythe out of your hands and looks at it and, like, runs his finger along the blade, like, inspecting it all. And he goes, Hmm. Hmm. I haven't seen one of these blades in a long time. Probably uh, since my blacksmith's apprentice days. And he chuckles and hands the sword back to you. And it's like, so how much are you looking for it? I just shake my head violently, like, no, 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 no. Um, um, I hold out again and say in, I think probably Ovani's voice, magic. Oh, I'm a blacksmith. I, I don't do magic, but I, 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 I guess you could call some of the things I do magic to the... He chuckles and, like, holds his belly, like, <laughs> to the, uh, the lesser educated in weaponry. I'm just gonna give him a look, like, really? What are you looking to have done? Oh, his voice changed! What are you looking at? <laughs> what are you gonna have done to your, uh... <laughs> what are you looking to have done? Uh, fuck <laughs> Just gonna just like frustrated pull out the notebook from my bag and write down 
upgrade question mark and show him. He takes the book off you with one hand, feet still up, holds it in front of like his one good eye, and he's like, uh, I, I'd love to, but I don't I don't fuck with that type of weaponry. He's gonna be like, uh, what? Too much, uh, too much hassle involved. Uh, Kankus and uh, bird folk of the type usually get pretty mad when you see that you've uh, fucked with their craft. And me being a frog, I'm not obliged or uh, even that willing to try and go toe-to-toe with a bird. I'm going to look him dead in the eye. I'm going to say in Norman's voice, you're a scythe, your mission. Um, we could adjust it to be a scythe if you really want it. Wrong way, I was like, no. Just like frustrated looking at my hands, like, eh. Off the distance, just hear, just like destruction. like five people running at me in full armor. If you're interested in the kind of, as you call it, magic that I do with weaponry, he pulls what's kind of like a meat cleaver. Uh, probably about the the same size as like half a short sword, but it's like twice as thick. He pulls it out and shows it to you, and then flicks his wrist, and the top half flips over and clicks into place with the second half. So it's now twice the length, but half the width. And he places it down in front of you, and he goes, "That's the kind of shit I do." It's gonna look like fuck. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to. Look at him, very confused, uh, and repeat what the bar lady said uh, about him doing work on the guard's weapons. Uh, yeah, the uh, the guard's spears. He kind of uh, leans forward and rummages around in a barrel and pulls out like a, a spear. It's got like a, a pointed end to it with wood that kind of comes up around it. And he taps the bottom on the ground and it splits the wood up the sides and he kind of peels the wood back and inside is a a short sword with a thin handle and he goes Tink drops it in front of you like on his desk and he goes weapon magic it's gonna like give him a deep sigh and look dejected and walk away can I like burst through the door now but like not kicking the door I mean, there's no door, it's just like an open area. Yeah, I'll, just I'll hear just hear the clinking of full plate mail. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk in and wonder what's happening and just be like, so you must be the blacksmith, right? Oh, good, more people. Yeah, I'm Reb, what's up? So, uh, I have a proposition for you. I have these. I'm just going to take out my backpack and just lay out five javelins on the table, saying, I haven't got much use for these, but you may get some use for them. I'm uh, more interested in that armor you're wearing. The uh, the wolf fur on it's a nice touch. I worked on something similar recently. And he yeah. kind of grabs you by the scruff and pulls you closer to his good eye and like lifts up a bit of the wolf fur and he goes, oh, that's why. That's the armor I made. And he pushes you back. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um. So... The javelins? Yeah, what about them? You looking to have them upgraded or sold? Sold. Uh, where did you get the javelins again? Or were they just a part of your adventurous pack? Part of my kit. He picks up each one and 
examines the tip of it and stuff and balances it on his finger to try and find the middle weight. And he goes, they're not the best quality, but I could probably do something with them. Uh, how does uh, 10 silver meet your fancy? Uh, how about you... You can have those, and I have a little project for you. Are you any good at making doors? Aye, that's... Uh, I make the hinges and stuff too, that's where I got the inspiration for my weapons. Alright, we need... We, well, yeah, we basically just need a, need a door. Um, what scratch what my size head are we talking? What, what kind of house? Uh, a, a tavern door? Oh, the door's on the tavern. Yeah. I would have charged you ten silver for those hinges anyway, and he kind of leans forward again and opens a little chest that's got like four different sections in it. He lifts out one and places it on the table. It's got another four sections under that. It all seems to be different bits of like spare parts, and he reaches in and slaps four hinges in your hand. There you go, I had them on hand. Okay, um... I'm just gonna look behind me and say, does anyone know how to use Does they need fitting? As Kyrie asked if anyone knows how to, I'm just gonna lift my hand up as I'm walking away. Okay, uh... Yeah, they need fitting. Okay, I'm guessing it's for Bree at the tavern. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, what time is it? And he looks up with his one good eye and puts his hand underneath the sun and he's like, um, if you see her again, tell her I'll be by later on tonight, my, about my usual time. Yeah, okay, and then I'll, I'll just, uh, walk out with the hinges and I'll just, when I go back, I'll put them in there to have them ready for it to be fitted, but I'll just, uh, Walk out and I'll say, seems like a, a nice person, just, if you need anything done, I'm sure it can help. Just, the rest of the party, welcome to do whatever. He looks at the rest of the party and he goes, how do you think I can help you folk with? Oh, you see him getting more and more comfy on his stool. Captain, you go first, I have a, a thing. Uh, yeah, um... The U, uh, obviously, I can hopefully sell you stuff. Uh, I don't have much money on me right now. Uh, barmaid said you could get this upgraded and take out my cutlass, put it on the counter. Counter? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like a couple of wooden tables he's got around <laughs> him. Like, various bits and bobs laid throughout. And he picks it up and he goes, hmm. So... When he's like finding the center of balance, and he's like this again, one of those familiar things. Um, and he starts like inspecting it like closer and closer. And he goes, I, I swear I've seen this kind of thing before. I mean, yeah, it's a couple, uh, they're pretty common. Uh, don't get sarky with me. <laughs> no, uh, this particular type of uh, cutlass is. Hmm. And he kind of 
takes out his hammer and hits the bottom of the uh, cutlass and you hear a and he kind of pulls out a rod and then like that's like holding the handle in place and stuff like that and he leans in and squints and he goes ah the grand duchy of nuvania that'd explain it and he slides it back in and then pulls out a different hammer and smacks it on the end sorry can you can you repeat that what did you say the, the Grand Duchy of Nuvania. That's where okay. it was made. <laughs> Quite a small region. Uh, you know, probably about the same size as uh, Rockall from what I've heard. But in terms of seafaring weapons, they make some of the best. Mm. Noted. They have a, uh, a river that flows almost all the way through the region. So many uh, little dock villages and stuff like that, all the way across it. Beautiful place if you're a, a seafarer, which looks like you are. So, uh, Bree said you're looking for uh, an upgrade to this, yeah? Yeah, cool. Um, I can... Uh, and he's like looking at it and fiddling around with it, and he goes... I could... Uh, I can do something to it. He looks at you and goes, Yeah, I can, I can definitely do something with this. Um, how would you feel about folded blade with a hook end? Hmm. How good, how good is that going to be, like, hitting stuff? I've got well, people to protect He pulls now. out his meat cleaver. Uh, that's like double the size and he flicks his wrist again and it folds back in and locks in place and he goes be something with this kind of design um, ease of storage it takes up half the amount of space lengthwise so you could hide it in a backpack or if you've got uh, a leather undershirt maybe behind your back or attached to a belt or something makes it it's a little more conspicuous uh, inconspicuous than just carrying around a full-sized weapon uh, and the hook end would mean if you were to lunge with somebody uh, at somebody which cutlass technically isn't used for lunging it's more of a slicing weapon if you were to lunge at somebody uh, the hook which wouldn't be that big maybe about and he like takes out his finger and the blade and like measures his finger maybe about a finger and a half length um, of a hook that would come out the bottom, it would give your uh, a cutlass a nice piercing point <laughs> to allow you to do piercing damage as well as slashing damage and upon pulling out the sword it yeah. would also tear anything that's uh, in between the two points hmm. yeah, sure, why not okay um, so you you were looking for things to trade for the cost of that. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, how much? How much would you you say it's gonna be? How much would you total it? He kind of picks up the sword again and is inspecting it. He goes, "We'll we'll call it we'll call it forty silvers. This is something that I kind of want to work on anyway." Hmm. Right. Right. Pat. Pat my pockets. Uh, right. Uh, I don't have that amount of coin on me. A lot less, actually. Uh, but 
and I take off my amulet and I'm like, I could offer you this. Uh, might be good as, you know, to melt it down for metal. I'm not interested in jewellery through the refining process and stuff like that it would take for the metal for the amount of what looks to be gold I'd get out the end of it. Just wouldn't be worth it. What if I told you it had magical properties? Then I'd be even in less interested in taking it, being Fuck. a blacksmith. Is there any- if you could hold on to that and I can go sell this <laughs> somewhere else, I really need to get rid of it. It's just, you know, clog in space, that kind of shit. <laughs> I mean, you could leave your cutlass here. I could just work on it and keep a hold of it until you've got the coin. Yeah, sure. I have other weapons. Let's hope I don't forget about that. <laughs> okay, kinda takes the sword off the <laughs> table and yeah. puts it down on the table that looks to have all of his tinkering tools and stuff like that. And he goes, oh, I'll get working on that. I come back Tonight. for the blacksmith and just uh, home the captain my gold. I've got one gold. Oh, no, you don't have to do that, I promise. Literally just going to walk back, do it, and then walk away again. You people are too kind. Funny how the little bird fuck heard that, huh? I'm just going to hold up a middle finger to him. <laughs> I like that one. Gooey's going to be like panting in a very weird way and the whole body's kind of just like wobbling and pale white and just kind of I don't Oof. like that one <laughs> just kind of look up to the captain money and just turn my head I don't have any <laughs> not right now anyway I just not that I know of just take my little pouch and sort of open it up how much No, you, you, honest to God, you don't have to do that. I mean, uh... As far as I know, I don't have cash. This guy's <laughs> order's already been paid for by the little feathered one, so... We should it, be okay. Is there, like, a lot of hinged weapons that he's made on display at the moment? They're not so much on display. He has a couple of uh, what he calls his hybrid weapons, or like his magic weapons, um, mm. just kind of laying about that he's working on at the moment. Uh, it seems to be something that he does, like just when he's bored. You just sort of because the people of the town usually just need standard, uh, standard weaponry. Gui just sort of waddles in a little bit. And sort of takes their hat off and so sort of plates it down gently on a desk. You're bald. Wasn't expecting that. Was he expecting bald. hair? Nope, no hair. I was expecting something. Hair would be, hair would be so much weirder. <laughs> mm. Um and you just see them slowly turn a little red and just start is there any pieces of, like, parchment or anything that were kind of lying around in this guy's area? Not really, no. Okay. There's a couple of, like, what looked to be blueprints kind of, like, nailed to the table in front of him, but other than that, nah. He just kind of points to the blueprint and say, Use other side, please. Uh, I just... Get your clean piece of paper if that's what you want. And take out a bottle of ink and my quill. 
And I start twirling it in my fingers and just look to him completely red. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He turns around and like stands up and you can see like one of his legs also on the right side is all gnarled and he kind of walks with a bit of a limp. Hmm. He uh, opens up a separate uh, chest this time that's like located in one of like the little open conservatory bits. He grabs a couple of pieces of paper and limps back out and like holds them out in front of you and he's like, so what did you want these for? I sort of take the parchment and slowly place it down and almost like a person possessed Guru just immediately starts drawing out rapidly um, essentially a a series of metallic sheets that are all uh, square and sort of measuring doing lines on either side to show a three foot by three foot square hinges all going on the insides of each other to show they would fold in and just put less than 10 pounds spin it around to them and just push it forward less than 10 pounds yes be 14 uh, 15 kilograms so you're looking to have a folding box made just kind of do a a wavy hand just as I said, not really. Open to floor. Fold up. So, a flat piece of metal that opens up into almost a cross of metal that can be used as temporary flooring. Both my thing thumbs up. Um... I don't have that kind of sheet metal on hand. How much you need? Um, he kind of takes the bit of paper and looks at it and starts adding like side notes to it and stuff like that, like diameters and the average weight and the amount you need. And he goes, um... If you've got about 50 gold spare, I could do it. Just kind of... Red just goes a little bit grey. And just look in my coin pouch. Just sort of shrug a little. Pull my coin pouch. I will be back. And then just sort of take... Put my hat back on my head. And just sort of turn around. Do you want me to keep a hold on the... On a paper here? And just give a thumbs you up. Want to take that with you? I, or leave, give a thumbs up as I walk away. About folding metal, sure. Yep. I walk <laughs> away. <laughs> he kind of just throws it into the chest. Um, ginger winged one. What's your name? Ooh. Oi. Ginger winged one, what's your name? Completely out of it. Uh, <laughs> looking around. Uh, uh, name Name's Kyrie. Right. Your armor. Feel a bit too heavy for you at the moment? Uh, I'll, I'll like swing my arms around a little bit and just sort of do like a little few stretches. Not really, no. Why do you ask? I can make it lighter for you if you want. Uh, it's not Same really defense. A... Just a little bit lighter. Means you mm. could probably carry more on your back. Uh... 
it would be on the house as well. Oh, oh, okay, if it's on the house, if it's on the house, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll agree to it. Can I have anything to cover myself with? I mean, you're wearing clothes underneath your armor, aren't you? Oh, God, are you not wearing clothes underneath your armor? That just leads to chafing beyond belief. <laughs> well, uh... I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how to do it yourself. Most of these, uh, armors, run-of-the-mill armors that you get nowadays, um, they've got the metal on the outside, padding of leather on the inside. In between those two... Uh, they fill it with like a a coarse ground something. I don't know. I don't make armor. Get rid of the coarse ground shit. It's pointless. It's just to make it a little bit softer for you. And if you start wearing clothes underneath your fucking armor, <laughs> you won't need to worry about that. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh... The last thing you want to be doing is essentially wearing a sandbag. Sure, I'll just waltz off and try to attempt to do that in like my own privacy. Can I go back over to him? I wouldn't just walk back over to him and write in my... Actually, no. I'm going to say in his voice, uh, repeat that he said, uh, my name sounded familiar. Yeah. The, the name Little Bird. To be like... There's... Why? <laughs> There's uh, writings in books about Kenku called Little Bird ages ago. Uh, you you never heard about gonna, the Little Bird stuff? I shake my oh, head no. confused. Go talk to um, go talk to Bulljai over there. He kind of gestures towards that Gripley that you saw before. Um, but now, like, they're out in the open, you can see they've got quite thick-rimmed glasses, and they're sorting through a lot of books. Oh god, it's a nerd! <laughs> Bulgei would, uh, probably have the information. I remember him mentioning it a while ago. I'm just gonna give him a little bow and run on over. Give him a little skip over. Courteous fucker, isn't they? <laughs> Middle thing. Do again. I overhear that conversation? There we go! Pardon? Did I overhear and see them point to the the nerd? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just like he's still he's only gotten out of his seat once, and it was to get you some paper. <laughs> I just immediately turn around, turn bright pink, and run over full speed towards this person with glasses. Okay. Oh yeah. By the way, Reb uh, rummages in his pockets and hands you. Uh, he like holds out two hands and he hands you. Um, <laughs> 49 silver and 100 copper. Is it 100 copper to 1 silver? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He hands you like 49 silver and 100 copper. And he goes, that's, that's your change from the gold. Give that to the uh, little one. That's TQ, March. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, you were all back and forth. I'm like, is this me? Alright, thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna follow after little bird there. <laughs> Give him the change. So, as the uh, three of you approach, you see, um, unlike the other Gripley of the area, um, the person who Reb called Bulgei 
uh, is kind of uh, where the rest of them were quite uh, like lime greenish or emerald greenish. Uh, this one's got more of like a toady coloration. It's a lot dirtier brown with like ripples of black throughout the skin and stuff. Uh, quite a bit more lumpy and you know. And he looks at you, goes, "Hello." Just gonna wave and give him like a, a, a short bow and then point to myself and say, "Uh, it's all burn." Uh, I, I can see you're a little but Wait, are you one of the little bird? Just gonna shrug and like, mm -hmm. uh, you aware of your past? I'm gonna shake my head and be and uh, pull out my notebook. It's gonna be easier. It's gonna write in, uh, woke up in the street in a city, wandered around. Saw a vision. Came here. Oh, no, no, I don't mean that kind of, uh, that kind of past. I mean, like, your your ancestry past. And he kind of gestures his hands in the air. His glasses slick down a little like, bit. And he... Oh, uh, right in Kenku past? Yeah, yeah, the past of the Kenku. I'm just going to write in the book, uh, I still dream of wings. Uh, not that far back. Okay. He uh, <laughs> rummages around and brings out like this really tattered uh, book, which has got the same uh, raven symbol on it that you saw on the letter that you had from the Raven Queen. I'm going to quickly uh, just like look up to the sky and pray in Auron, and then return to him. That was weird, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, <laughs> right. He opens the book and, like, flicks through a couple of pages. He goes, this is brief history on Kanku. Um, us being frogs and Gripply, we have to kind of keep up with natural predator stuff. look like, what? He flicks through and after a while you start to notice that the pages are getting, like, more muddy and worn and, like, awful and barely, uh, like, intelligible. And he goes, ah, here we go. So, how far, what bits of your ancestry do you know? I'm just going to be like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> are you Parents aware of... gone. Are you aware of the Raven Queen district? I'm just going to... Oh, what the fuck? No. Okay, so, a couple of, probably thousands of years ago, um, Way off in the mainland, in the hills, big temple, gorgeous temple, um, where a woman who was said to be the reincarnation of the Raven Queen lived. She had royal guard, as you would expect, for essentially the reincarnation of a god in their form or whatever. Um, no one knows what's happened to it, but we've uh, we've found remnants here and there. Uh, no one's been able to find it, per se, so it's just been legend up until, you know, well, currently. Um, but we have found writings of letters from essentially the, the reincarnated Raven Queen, where she would refer to her royal god as little birds. Uh, I'm gonna, like, hold out my hands and, like, ask to see the book. 
yeah, he slides over the book and uh, he like rotates the book around, and slides it towards you. It's written in gripply. So you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Let's <laughs> give it back. Uh, no, I figured you wouldn't read gripply. I'm sorry. Um, so we found a couple of letters. No one's ever seen a uh, a Kenku that has gone by Little Bird for ages. Um, very few actually are aware of, you know, the goings on within the Kenku community. Essentially, not a whole lot of you guys around anymore. Um, not sadly. Yeah, the war wasn't great, but there were tales of uh, within these couple of letters that have been found of little birds or the royal guard of the Raven Queen being gifted uh, over time the stronger they became and the more reliable they became to her uh, the more things they would receive from her so um, when they were initiated into becoming an, a royal guard they would receive uh, a curved sword with uh, engravings upon it I'm just going to go wide-eyed and just draw my sword a bit. Yeah, kind of like that replica you've got there. I'm going to shake uh, my head like, no. They said that, uh, it's, uh, I'm assuming it's, you know, falsities and word of mouth and stuff. There was, there was talk of uh, reincarnation Raven Queen feathers being folded into the blade itself, uh, meaning that, you know... I don't know an awful lot about it, but, you know. Meaning that when uh, when a kill, there was a whole procedure for giving an offering to them or something. Um, not even many Kenku seem to know this. This is like some kind of lost history level stuff. You're more than welcome to take this book if you want. If you've got... I've got no use for it. Five silver. I'm just going to... Hand over my entire coin pouch. How much is in it? Uh, 49 silver and 100 copper. He kind of looks at you guys, like, are you sure? I'm just going to nod, like, violently. Do you want the pouch back? Just shake my head. Okay. It's, there you go, just friend. Just hold it's yours. the book close. Um, you kind of... This uh, uh, rather sizable book in front of you that's written entirely gripply. Just before... Um, I like back off and I want to just like bow deeply and say in Ovani's voice thank you for everything it's okay friend um, you say your name's little but your actual over? like name <laughs> I'm just gonna look at him and just big bird grin and just mm. open my mouth uh, and let the noise out just the noise of a market and someone's be like and shit like that. I'm gonna call you apples. It's gonna double thumbs up, like yeah. <laughs> okay, well, apples. It's been lovely chatting with you. Gonna like vigorously shake their hand. Um, I'm trying to think who else might have knowledge on Kenku history. Uh, um, it... can I pull out my notebook again and just write? Uh, who you know roughly where? district was. All we know is that it was in a mountainous region. Ugh. I just sort um, of... Can, can I just sort of, like, 
crouched down. Actually, I think we're like roughly the same height, aren't we? The little bit's I'm a like little shorter. Four foot ish. Yeah, they're a little bit shorter than me. Um, I'm just gonna put my hand on your shoulder. And say, I can read the book. It's gonna excitedly like start vibrating and jumping up and down like an excited kid. In in terms of if you're trying to get more knowledge, um, there's uh this book a little less worn. Um, was written by uh, an elven lady. Uh, all the way out in the the prince the principality of S Smotfia. Um It's one of our neighboring regions. Um, yeah, lovely elven lady there. She wrote the book. Um, archaeologist, you know. Um, I had a copy of her book. Translated it into Gripley, and then. You know, as bandits do, when the uh, town was burned, he kind of scratches his head and he goes, I think the third time. Um, <laughs> Man, these people have rough. I, I lost most of my books. Um, we don't have to worry about much burning now. Why do you think we build our houses out of mud? It's good, Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair, actually. Yeah. Um, uh,. And I'm going to say in, or I'm going to say in, <laughs> in Gui's voice, name. Uh, my name. No, shake my head like no, no. Point to them and say Olmsky, uh, and then. But bulge. Oh, bulge eye. Sorry, they call me it because of my big spectacles. Oh. Uh, but no, I'm going to write in. The book, because fucking Kenku's hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> writing the book and just say, what was the elf name? Ah, yes, the uh, the elfin lady, Nasia Zinvin. N a s i r z i n v e n. Just gonna write it in the book and just underline it like nine times. Um. I'm not sure where she is now. Last time I saw her was hmm, probably about ten years ago. Um, oh. <laughs> she should still be in the uh, principality of Smartfia. I mean, it's a it's a home place. But she, I'm just gonna, she, you know, just again thank them and just excitedly vibrate with my book. Quickly give Little Bird their cash back, the change that I got. Okay. Anyone else want to do anything? As he mentions that he's lost all his books, Gooey was just about to look like he's about to say so with both his hands out and then just kind of shoulders just slumped down and just turns grey again and just kicks I mean, a rock. <laughs> if you're interested in books, I have a few. Turn green immediately and perk back up. Books. Uh, what what kind of books are you looking for? It'd be from my personal library, but... I sort of use prestidigitation to make a small pair of glasses and just sort of stick them into my are you head. Are me? <laughs> just sort of, like, shake my hands like, no, no, no. Um, and sort of take out the large scroll from underneath my backpack and sort of just point to it and point to the hat, point to the staff. Yo. 
mage of some kind? Rapidly nod my head. Okay. Um, mage books. Mage books. Books that may help a mage. Uh, I've got a book on the history of wheat farming. Just stick a finger to my non-existent mouth. Uh, there's... It's okay. There's... We have book, and sort of like, gestures of the book that Little Bird has. Put scroll back underneath my backpack, and sort of turn around to the captain. To tavern? Ah, I know a book that may interest you. A book on the cult of Bane. <laughs> turn around to a little bit yellow. And just... They're, what? Uh, they're big on their magic. How much? Uh, because you terrify me, I'll say for free. <laughs> I turn okay. bright pink and Thank just you. sort of hold out both my hands. <laughs> he slaps. He says it's a book, but it's more like... Uh, you know, like those relatively thick information pamphlets that sometimes come through your door. Yeah. It's like that. Um, inside it talks about um, an old cult that used to be around that worshipped the god Bane and how he would bestow magical powers upon them um, and how um, it was very frowned upon and that's how they earned the name the cult rather than religion of Bane. Um, and on the front of it is like a black hand with a swirly in the middle and then like blue flames around the fingertips. What do you want to do? I'm going to grab Gibby's uh, arm and like try and get their attention and then hold out the book and say, uh, fuck. Translate? take it. You see it's quite like tattered and muddy. The beginning bits are like fine, but that just explains like Kenku's stuff that Ashley's already aware of, like why Kenku can't fly and stuff like that, but the further back in the book you go, the more tattered it gets, the worse it gets, the less you can read. There are pages missing. Pages with like chunks torn out of them or like singed. I'm just gonna sort of to sort of open the tattered pages and just kind of like rub my sort of sleeve against it and use prestidigitation to clean it up as much as possible. Just to try Does prestidigitation and... work on stuff that you can't have seen before? And I can clean or soil a surface. Um, oh, okay. You could also use mending. I could if I had it. Yeah. Um, but it would just... <laughs> it would just re reform the page and not the writing sadly. So I've looked down to the little birds and just go later tonight it's gonna nod like excitedly so hand the book back down to them I'm just gonna st stick it in my bag and skip off to the tavern yeah I would like to uh, say oh excuse me um you just got something from that creepily over there, what was it again? This pamphlet? May I look at it? Just kind of pass it over to you. I'm kind of turn a little bit blue. Cock my head a little. 
and uh, Sin, you said that it had the, the symbol of uh, the hand with the flames. Yeah, it did. Ah, he did. <laughs> so I look at it a bit closer now, and I, I see it, and yeah, I'm uh, very unsettled by it. And what does it say on the inside when I look at it? So it's like maybe six, seven pages long. Um, but it's like folded parchment that's kind of been held together with twine. Um, the front page has obviously got the symbol and it says the Cult of Bane on it. Um, then the actual inside of it talks about... You've seen before? And sort of tilt my head to the napkin and the pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, we've encountered this before and... Uh... It's not not good. While they're doing this, can I like stop in the middle of the street, rem remember something, and sprint back? <laughs> <black shit? laughs> nice. Yeah. So the the book itself talks about the god Bane, who is uh, also known as the Black Lord, the Black Hand, and the Lord of Darkness. Um, it talks about how he's the god of hatred, fear, and tyranny, and how he's a lawful evil greater god and uh, he's known across uh, the Faerun as the face of pure evil he lives on the dread plane but will occasionally come down uh, indirectly through worshippers and other agents to achieve his plan um, how he will um, give certain people powers to allow them to be stronger than the other gods willed them to be um, so that they are more likely to um, side with him and help him when he is eventually summoned and it talks about it, it's it's basically like a uh, what do you call it a recruitment pamphlet to become one of the cultists of Bane it talks about how um, yeah when Bane uh, comes to the material mm -hmm. plane uh, all non-believers shall be wiped from it. He shall claim it as his own, and all of his worshippers will be rewarded handsomely for helping him achieve that. However, um, if you were to become a member of the Cult of Bane, they would not tolerate any, like, you worshipping Bane and other gods. If you were found to be worshipping other gods, there would be punishments and stuff like that. It talks about how uh, the god Tiamat was Bane's servant when Bane was resurrected for the uh, second time. And how Tiamat is big scary and you should be afraid of Tiamat, but you should be afraid of Bane more. Hmm. Disturbing. Gooey slowly removes the glasses that were stuck into their head and they just kind of poof <laughs> away. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna keep a hold of this, if you don't mind. Stick both my thumbs up. I, uh, I put it back in my, uh, um, in my backpack. Very concerned. Uh, I'm just gonna whisper to Orvani. Don't show the little bird. <laughs> why? Why? Again? Evil, bad, squawk, bad shit. 
<laughs> what? Uh, if Little Bird encounters anything evil or demonic, uh, they have to kill it. But I don't, I don't mind if he kills Bane. We might need this book pamphlet to get into somewhere. Oh, you talking? <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> Bird kills gods. Yes. <laughs> and I just look to the both of you. Little Bird God Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I play just on my shredding solo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm just gonna be like pretending off because I'm like, yeah, maybe, 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 you know, on a good day, maybe. Meanwhile, I uh, write down everything that happened with the blacksmith, that he has uh, folding weapons and such. Okay. In my little notebook. And little bit. Yeah, you, just to keep track bird, of things. You wanted to go back and talk to the blacksmith again, right? Yeah. Okay. Now then, um, how can I help you? I was gonna pull my sword out again and hold it out to him, and repeat the line from, uh, Bulgy. <laughs> so, uh, about the, the, the feather. Uh, I mean, if there's a feather in there, then the blade won't be that strong. Uh, I mean, there's, there's foreign substances in the metal. Which can cause weakness and fractures within it. I'm just gonna shake my head like no, um, and then say magic and point to the sword. You want me to see if your sword's magic? Good. Not. Okay. Um, I'm not super well versed in this, but I'm gonna pull the book out. I'm just like frustrated again. Uh, and write. There may be a feather in it. How could I find out? Oh, you want to find out if there's foreign substances in it? Yes. Um, well, the easiest way is to melt it down and see what kind of slag comes out of it. I'm just going to be, like, scared just to hold my sword to my chest. Like, no! Um, if you're looking for the other way, though, uh, there's a... I personally won't be able to do it. But uh, there's a guy... Um, a little... Uh, I'll just be like, oh, crap, dashes, and then I, I realize that I need to go make amendments to my armor, so I'll be doing that. And and maybe put on some clothes. So, he looks at you guys, uh, yeah, uh, Durga, um, uh, like, Shadow Dwarf dude, um, in Orimund, in the capital, um, I've heard tell that he's got some, uh, some kind of device that, uh, can scan items magically. Like, detect magic almost, but without using magic. It's all self-contained. Um, I personally have no fucking clue whether it's true or not, but if you're looking to find out if your weapon's got something else in it, he'd probably be the person to talk to. Gonna bow again, thank him, and put my sword away, and skip back to the tavern for the final time. Okie okay, <laughs> I'll catch you later then. Just give him a wave. Oh, um. I didn't get your name, he kind of gestures towards Flint. Ah, uh, Flint Bright. Captain Flint Bright. Ah, uh, Captain. Um, well then. 
Um, whereabouts are you staying? Uh, are there other inns in the in the town? No, no, no. There's just the one. Yeah, just the one inn. That's in ah, the, the drunken boulder. Right. Um. Oh, well, how long are you gonna be here? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I tell you, right. three days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't know if Flint knows that. Um, I should have your sword ready for you by tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Um, I'll I'll come and drop it off at the tavern for you, even if you're not in. Bree can hold on to it for you. Oh, well, thank you very much. Anyways, I imagine that I finish off my armor by now, and I'm like, "Oh, this is really light." So I'm just gonna come out of the, like the the tent or a, a, like a behind the store, and I'm just gonna like fly out and say, "Look who's got wings now!" I mean, I always did, but I can use them at least. What would what what's even the stuff in the middle? Like, what is this? And I'm just gonna have like a bunch of it in my hand. Do you need this? Do, do you want this? No, no. Um, a lot of um, I don't want to say lower class because that's not the lower trained armor smiths uh, tend to fill uh, cheaper armors with um, like sand and stuff like that. So that even if the uh, metal on the outside is pierced, it's a little bit of extra padding. Yeah. But you seem like you can take it. I'm here, gonna I'm so. gonna fly over to Ovani and just whisper and say, "He said he made this. Means he's bad." <laughs> ah, I didn't make the armor. I simply attached the uh, wolf felt. How to did it. you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gripply. I've got really good fucking ears. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> no, we have renowned terrible hearing. <laughs> you you only right. assumed that I was saying that. <laughs> I have ears okay. too. Uh, and so yeah, I put my hands up in the air <laughs> with my completely bald head. <laughs> yes, you do, buddy. <laughs> yes, you do, buddy. Right. Okay. So are we all heading off back to the tavern then? I'm just gonna be like. Showboating with my wings a little bit, just like bouncing, <laughs> like from like it's kind of like spaceman bouncing, I guess, just with the wings just flowing up and down and up and down. Not really like after <laughs> after a couple of them, you do start to get a little bit out of yeah. breath because the armor is still like relatively. But heavy. like I'm, I'm I'm trying not to show that as well, so it's like <laughs> you're like <laughs> <laughs> try to keep your mouth closed yeah. so that people can't <laughs> tell you're out of breath. <laughs> Wait, wait, do I, do I notice this? <laughs> Make an I'll be like, uh, yes. still got it. <laughs> Four. Okay, nope. probably not. No. I think it's good enough of a facade, I guess. I, I am gen genuinely impressed. Damn. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to make my way back now. Uh... Are we, are we done clearing up in the, the little marketplace, or...? Uh, I still want to just uh, have a look at the books from the bookshop. Or the, the person with all the books, if he's still around. Yeah, yeah, Bulgeye's still Yeah, um, I just want to look. Um, what kind of books are there? 
Oh, how many are there? There's not a whole lot, and it just seems to be a general mishmash of stuff that he's got, like, left over from all the fires that have happened, that he's kind of retranslating and rewriting mm. out. Yeah, I'll probably just uh, look through a few, but they're not really interesting, or I, I already know about them. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just move on. I give him a little wave and head to the tavern. What's uh, Captain Flint doing? Uh, he'll head back to the tavern, ah. tavern as well. I don't. Think, I think he's definitely he's given up on trying to sell his amulet. <laughs> I mean, no there's there's a, a trinket merchant, like magical trinket merchant here. But if you want to go back to the tavern, you can. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, who's still? Has everyone gone um, to the tavern? I'm, I'm on my way, so I'm probably. Probably really close. I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna grab you by the shoulder oh. and be like, "I need oh, your help. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I need your help." Sure. You, you seem like a much more intelligent person than uh, me. I need you to help me with this ruse, okay? Yes, uh, sure. What what is the problem, Captain? Okay, uh, I need to get rid of this and I show off my amulet. I need you to help me get rid of it, just to sell it, okay? Well. I mean, it looks like a 3D necklace, or amulets. Exactly. Uh, um, um, I mean, I, I would take it. It's, I like it, it's pretty, if you don't want it. I promise you, you won't get anything out of having it. That's uh, very cryptic. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what, you, you'll see in a sec, uh, and I go over to the uh, person selling... So, tickets. as you approach, you see... Um, uh, a Gripley, again, emerald colour, but they they seem to, like, take quite good care of themselves. They're wearing, whereas the rest of the Gripley were wearing, like, leather and cloth. This person seems to have, like, a silken neck scarf around them, and, um, like, they've got, uh, like, a lip ring in of just, like, gold. And he, like, leans on the desk uh, in front of him. Uh, like, puts down a ring that he's working on, he goes, Yeah, how can I help you? I, uh, I would like to sell this, and I slam my amulet down on the counter. Okay, so you, just to be clear, you're just looking to sell, yeah? Yeah, just selling. Okay, so you've got no interest in buying anything in the shop? No. <laughs> okay, you kind of scoops up the amulet and you can see like although his hands are, are, are webbed like the bits that aren't webbed have also got like smaller rings on them and stuff and he like looks at it and he's like examining it and he's like mm. hmm. it, it's got a few magical properties uh he you know like as you say that his eyes come up and meet yours and he's like what do you mean by magical Oh, you know, it has, like, protection magic on it, a nudge. <laughs> nudge your own a bit. Can I uh, investigate with Arcana for that? Um, okay, I want you, uh, Nyax to investigate with Arcana, and March, I want you to make a fucking deception check. Yeah. Ooh, I'm rolling bad today. I have a nine. That's fine. Uh... You have no fucking clue. That's more. It looks like an amulet. That is. Shiny. Oh no! Was a seven. Was three plus four. He looks at you and he goes, "You trying to have me on here?" 
And like he puts his hand under the desk and he's like, a lot of people are warming up to the new folks that are coming into town, but if you're trying to have me on, then there's going to be a problem. I mean, either way, it's it's a nice-looking piece of jewelry. I'm sure we can get, you know, some kind of copper out of it. He kind of sighs and brings his hand back out, and he's like, Yeah, you're... I don't like the fact that you, uh, you lied to me, so I'll probably reduce costs for that. Fair enough. He kind of holds it up to the sun and has a look at it, and he's like, "You, uh, you've been out at sea much?" <laughs> I gesture to how I'm dressed. Maybe. Uh, I was asking a question. Don't be vague with me. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, the salt water's affected the gold, so it'd take a fair bit of. Uh, Tidying up and restoring. I happen to like restoring, so that's not a big problem. He he takes the amulet once more and he goes, "Give me just a second. And he walks into his house. And I uh, I want to nudge <laughs> Captain over here, and I um, lead in, and I say, "What was that about? The lying part?" Don't don't worry about it. I'll tell I you later. I am very worried. <laughs> but okay. After us. After a second, you can hear, like, deep in his house, a and then him go, what, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> should should, should we run? <laughs> we, yeah, no, it's out of the radius. Uh, we should just excuse know, me? push towards, drag him towards the, the tavern. footsteps come back out. <laughs> excuse <laughs> me? So have you uh. ran off? Yeah, I'm. I've uh, gone. I'm gone. <laughs> Are you still there, Yanks? <laughs> as soon as she runs, I run. Well, Captain. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 But I'm. But I'm in, you know. Gooey's just kind of watching all this happen. Yeah, Mark. Just, just, just with like the kind of hands to the sides, like what? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can I look behind me and see what happens? You see him stood out there looking around with an arm out like where the fuck did they go what what <laughs> are we out of sight of the um the trinket person yeah yeah you, you're like out the the little market area now right okay yeah, um uh, so what <laughs> all of that uh, normally i can get a bit of cash from it but normally it's right in front of me uh, wasn't expecting them to go in, uh, and I reach into my pocket and I take out the amulet. What? What? So you have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this thing is very fond of me. Um, it won't leave me be. Uh, normally, it just results in me being able to get a bit of cash from whoever's idiotic enough to sell it to me before oh. it comes back to me. But, yeah, you know, main reason why a captain like myself is so far away from the ocean. So, I see. I like that. But you're stealing. But I like it. <laughs> I'm a pirate, that's my whole shit. Well, have you tried breaking it? <laughs> yes. Uh, burning it, crushing it, throwing it into the ocean. None Eating? of it works. Have you tried to He's old, it? and I hold out my hand. <laughs> Oh. Towards it. <laughs> 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 Do 
Do you think be uh, man? Do you think? I I give it to attempt to see what happens if I try and eat this thing. Okay. Um as Gooey like lifts back the head and the hat just kind of falls off, you see a way too wide like opening across the face that kind of like splits the head in oh. half. And then like almost like a slime tongue comes out, wraps around it and pulls it in. And you can see like as it closes up and Gooey like dusts off the hat and puts it back on their head and looks at you, you can see it in Gooey's face slowly dissolving. Uh, but as it's dissolving, Captain, you feel a warmth in your pocket and each bit that dissolves within Gooey is appearing in your pocket and connecting to another bit. Yeah, ain't working. Thanks. <laughs> Tastes bad. I'm just astonished by this. <laughs> the axe has just seen two mortifying things. I write vigorously and intensely in my notebook. <laughs> Goo man, big mouth. <laughs> Scary amulet won't die. <laughs> exactly. And as uh, as I'm done writing everything down, I uh, look back at the amulet, amulet and the... Uh, I don't suppose I recogni recognize it from anywhere or something. Um, oh, if you do, that'd be great. <laughs> make a... Uh, history, maybe? History check? Sure. I have plus three to that, so let's hope. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Five. <laughs> God, that's been bad. You've seen amulets about it, uh, like it throughout the world. Because <laughs> obviously you're not from this... Uh, like, section of yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably can't tell from what culture it is, like elven or something, or human, or... No, 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 you just know that you've seen maybe one or two kind of similar. Seems like you have a curse, Captain. Nah, sadly, yeah. Doesn't seem like a bad thing, though. And it's just a annoying piece of jewellery. The most complicated thing it causes me is I have to coordinate my outfits around it. <laughs> I understand. And as I look to you... <laughs> Tavern? Yeah, let's, uh, let's head back, if you don't mind, Captain, or do you have anything else in mind? I'll everything for me. Alright, let's head, hey, let's head back to the cap um, Captain. Mm -hmm. Devon. <laughs> You turn around, the captain's there! Oh, why, hello! <laughs> Seems you appear here again oh. as well. You're also cursed. <laughs> Just like the amulet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Oh, same with Breeze. Every, uh, Breeze. Kyrie, every time I see him back, he's, he's also cursed. <laughs> so, now you're all in the tavern. Uh, the other people that are there have been drinking a little bit. Um, minus a little bird, because a little bird doesn't Milk. drink. So, Breeze has been drinking. Um, <laughs> boy, has Breeze been drinking. Um, the barmaid kind of looks at you and goes, um, you know, your friend here it, hmm, had a fair few. Uh, I think it might be time for you to take them to the, the bedroom and conk them out. Not me. It's going to look at. I look down at myself like, 
Ow! <laughs> just takes their staff and begins carving the circle on the ground. And as ten minutes pass, <laughs> I ritually cast Tessa's floating disc. Yep. After ten minutes? I mean, we can just carry her. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So meanwhile, Bean Man is doing that. Uh, I reluctantly, reluctant, my dead words. How do you say it? <laughs> reluctantly. reluctantly um, go over to Kyrie. I assume she's passed way the fuck out, so uh, I carry her upstairs. I'm not passed out. Don't worry about me. <laughs> ah yes, yes. Don't so, worry. The bun, bun, bunoy rainbows. <laughs> what? We have uh, beans upstairs. Sleep, yes. Beans. Beans, yes. After conking out Kyrie, the night seems to progress uneventfully. Is there anything mm -hmm. you guys want to talk about throughout the night before you all head mm. to bed? Um, I think me, I go. I go. Busy drawing a circle on the ground. I mean. Yeah, I'd probably just be like, them, just like, just don't bother, and then just um, give them the book. Take the book. Do we have individual rooms, or one room we share? You're currently all sleeping in the mayor's house, which is, uh, you have to go out the tavern and round the back up some steps, because it's actually above the tavern. The tavern doesn't have rooms hmm. per se, because I don't get guests, but the mayor has rented his uh, house to you, which is, it's about hmm. the same size as the tavern, so... There's probably like two rooms to share between, like two rooms that you could all easily mm. sleep in okay. between a lot of you. Take the book, and um, while I'm sort of waddling towards wherever the everybody else is, I'm also going to try find Avani as well. Yeah, I'm. Um, I wait. Yeah, I guess I'm upstairs in the mayor's room because I carried Skyrie there. Okay. Yeah. We all sleep. Together in room. And unless you want to sleep outside, yeah. <laughs> the goo man outside, go shoot. <laughs> Be mushroom, go. Just turn a little bit blue and just shake my head. And I sort of like point to the book that Vani's been writing in this whole time. And, oh. <laughs> and sort of like conjure a few dancing lights for a second and just kind of hold them in my hands. Magic? Yes? Ah, this book. Yes, it's uh, it's my book. It's uh, my notebook. It's, uh, yes, I I can see you noticed. It's very magical. But I uh, reluctantly... Reluct Jesus! <laughs> I... <laughs> has it then? Has it yeah. Oh, yeah, that works as well. Jesus, <laughs> Breeze at this point is leaning out the window, just head first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I put her there, don't worry. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I uh, hesitantly said that. And um, I sort of, sort of look at Bean Man's school and I say, yeah, it's uh, kind of like your school. Very magical, My but. My book. I take it's a out bit the different. huge scroll. Yes, your and book. just unroll it on the floor. And, um, there's not really writing on it. Um, like a really weird mixture of symbols and drawings of some things that don't really make any sense. 
but there's a few letters in there that are in common and then there's actually like it's almost like someone's like drawn it in regular handwriting in common but then it sort of gets to a point where it continues into just gibberish and the handwriting in common is oh, very yeah like almost someone's been like writing with a knife instead of a pen and quill um and there's like a weird eye symbol in like the corner of where the common writing is but then everything past it is just complete gibberish magic good yes hmm i don't know if this um sin <laughs> do i know this this scribbling or something do i recognize it uh no it just seems to be very scratchy writing with like a little symbol next to it kind of like how uh certain people would put like something identifying of their works on it whether they're like someone big and famous or someone just starting off or whatever they would try and have like mm. a little symbol for them mm, yes um bean man where did you get this from do you know just kind of i squint for a minute and then kind of put the hand to the forehead and just turn like gray and then white and then black and just kind of like stare at the scroll and just shrug my shoulders. Hmm. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what this is, to be honest. But uh, it's very interesting. I've never seen something like this before, to be honest. What languages do you know? Read any of it? <laughs> common and Oren. You can. You can read the common bits. Wait. Um. I can also read Elvish mm. and Sylvan. Are those on there? Um, one second, I need to check. I mean, the common bits, yeah. The, uh, oh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they can maybe work. Yes, work I mean, they're gonna like have to know the words of it. Right, right. Like, okay. you can't understand common. Like, I thought everyone can just default you. I, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I guess. I don't know if that's a thing. Because of the mimicry stuff, I don't know if it's like. I can read and write common. I think it should be in your race description or background, maybe, if it says. You can mm -hmm. read and write common, but talking it you can't do without mimicking. Oh, okay. Okay. Because writing is essentially mimicking stuff you've already seen. So. Hmm. I'm just going to look to your Vani with, like, sort of a kind of confused and a little bit disappointed look to Woke up. Wearing clothes, magic can do. Don't remember. Hmm, you don't remember, you say? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, um, I could help you maybe with this. I, it would take some time maybe, but maybe if we discuss this, I could maybe help you because. I know a few things, a few things, a few magical things from my journeys. Maybe some of them will help. Speaking of which, and I take out my notebook and uh, I sh show him the notebook when it's closed, and the the front of it has a few like symbols on it, few, um, like magic circles and stuff like that, few runes. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, out of character, Bean Man or um, uh, yeah, Bean Man, can you read? Sylvan? <laughs> kind of look towards you. Not yet. 
I just, I just not yet. Take oh. out um. Take my stuff and take out the book mm. that uh, little bird. I assume you gave it to me. Yeah. And just kind of begin gently waving my stuff sort of over the text a little bit, and little pieces of it just kind of light up piece by piece, and. It will take me ten minutes to cast, but after the ten minutes have elapsed, I sort of grow a small little nose and ears and just prestigitate a pair of glasses and take my hat off and sort of shake my head and a bit of like gelatinous hair just kind of swiggles down the sides and hold the book up <laughs> almost like a poet reading a sonnet or something, something as I have cast Comprehend Languages. As I can now read, oh. I can now understand any spoken or written language. Very convenient that I took it. <laughs> Very convenient, mm. yes. <laughs> As I begin sort of reciting what's in the Gripley book in a very... Not auto-tuned voice, but kind of almost like radio voice. In very rapid pace. <laughs> um... And then eventually just look over to Ovani's book and read whatever it would say. Um, as you read it out, I'm going to just mm. write it all down in my notebook. Much as I can. It'd just be the same kind of stuff that uh, Bulgeye's told you earlier. Yeah, but I want to copy it down like word for word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beanman was taking my can, book too. Uh, just sort of glance at the text that you were pointing at and read whatever it says. Yes. Because can now read it. Ah, I see. So, um, to you, it would sound like something similar to... Um, I haven't really thought, thought about this yet. <laughs> hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, maybe something uh, something like Introductory Guide to Rituals and Magic. Something like that. It's basically mm. like a tutorial. Sort of. So, um, I, I guess I should mention this to Sin and everybody else. I, I've mentioned this before to Ash and uh, Breeze as well in this talk. Oh, well, well to the D&D sessions, I mean. This book is a translation of a grimoire in Sylvan. You all haven't encountered yeah. grimoires yet, by the way. Yeah. The, uh, the other two. But as, uh, I'm saying this out of character, so... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> back in character. Um, I would sort of look at B-Man and say, Oh, impressive. I've yet to learn that one yet. Maybe you can teach me. But uh, back to a serious note. I um, sort of cover the book with my hands, and I very carefully say to B-Man, I would be very careful with what you're reading next. And with what, um, with what I said, I mean... It's hot gay aroma. <laughs> 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 it's the last we are going to make. Can we turn pink? Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's not safe for work. Ooh. No, um, I would say it is very dangerous, so please... Um, Maybe don't read it aloud. Maybe just keep it to yourself. And I open the book. Mm. And you would read, um, sort of, like I said before, introductory guide to magic and rituals. And it would be like a book, um, really old. Uh, everything is sort of really old and almost washed out, but still readable. And a few pages uh, go on and it's nothing spectacular. You already know uh, a lot of this stuff. But then it sort of turned to this very sort of erratic writing and a lot of 
different kind of symbols or wounds you're not really familiar with. And then it continues and it becomes very like very hectic, a lot of scribbles. Almost as if it was written really fast and really hastily. And then it um, sort of delves into magic you have no idea about. You don't recognize it and you can't really tell what it's about. Even if you can read Sylvan now. Gooey just kind of nods a little bit. Takes off the glasses and just kind of throws them in the air and they just disappear. And just ears and nose recede back into the head. And the hair just slowly like... <laughs> sinks back into the forehead and it just regrows to normal size yes so this book is well I, I use the last pages for myself because those are empty but the first half of the book is filled with very dangerous stuff i would um, strongly advise you to never ever attempt to cast or use any of the rituals or spells used especially the last one but I sort of point towards my own scar that you can see behind my mask, sort of poking out um, across my eyebrow. And I, would say, and I say, you you really don't want to mess with that stuff. And I've been trying to figure out what's really going on with this book. You just kind of stares at the tom for a while. And just sort of looks off in the distance a little bit. And there's these breeze like halfway out the window. Almost like <laughs> like the crawling away. And with that, I also take out another book. More books. I smell and beans out the window. Just kind of waft my hand and create the scent so, of beans. Ah, um... <laughs> oh, nice. Slowly lingers back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> like slides mm. back in and just... <laughs> beans. Like doing some very wavy... Like slight flights, it's like spring steps. Like, do you know when people smell? Well, the cartoons smell. I was going to say, and like you could just like unconsciously use your it. wings to kind of like flutter towards the smell. Yeah, yeah, very, very like cautious flaps, like a butterfly, like beans. Oh, mm. I guess press the the digit press the digitation. Jesus, um, with bean smell outside the womb. <laughs> oh no. Does, does Kyrie follow the smell? Kyrie would follow the smell, so... Perfect. Heading back <laughs> to the window. As all this is going on, it's now not quite late into the night. You hear, like, the noise of a broom <laughs> on, the uh, on the floor that you're on. And uh, the barmaid going, Shut up, I'm trying to sleep! Before I do go to sort of... Well, this will be an interesting experience to watch how Gooey sleeps, but um, <laughs> I just sort of put like um, Ooh, I just sort of put a hand onto like Avani's shoulder a little bit, and just kind of magic can be adaptive, and sort of like create the dancing lights, and sort of just crush my hands together, and they all the four just kind of like swirl into place and create a outlined version of Avani in a light form. Say, Depends how you use it. Bad, bad I am in can be good. Good night. And Gooey just immediately just collapses into a small puddle of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I am wistfully staring out into the distance. 
Uh, <laughs> Kyrie would probably go nighty night and then just immediately like fold in on herself. <laughs> as it, All as you hear is Bart... armor just clink, 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 smack. I think Little Bird watches Huey just sort of fall in a puddle to the ground yeah. and it just has like an existential crisis. The hat just kind of like slowly <laughs> 15 minutes. wafts down from side to side towards the ground. It's like, I, uh. So, sure enough, morning comes round. Kyrie's got a bit of a hangover and you hear her on the door. No, oh, five more minutes, please. <laughs> Good morning. We don't really have five more minutes. I'm just gonna like... We need you all now. I think no, Little Bird wakes up like the crack of dawn. So oh, I think, yeah, this you is know, like answer the, the crack door at the end of dawn. Like, um, Just like jumps out of bed. Bag already. My ready. eyes are like super glued. Well, Kyrie's eyes are super glued to each other, but like they still know where the sound's coming from, so they just open the door to like. Would it be them standing there or would it just be like people shouting from. It's um, the barmaid stood at the door with like. Um, uh, like a bundle of cloth. Okay, so what like the barmaid would see is not a very pleasant sight of Kyrie, just like eyes glued to each other, uh, just little slabber marks <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> uh, down, um, and like just various like very unkempt hair, uh, the armor's like dispositioned and stuff like that. <laughs> Your chest plate is off to the side. Thick words. Oh, yeah. Um, us talk to give you this by Reb. Um, kind of need you all awake now. Uh, merchants are here <gasps> at the gate. A little bit too early. I jump um, up. <laughs> it's possible to me. She, um, she, like, hands the cloth to you. And what you've got now is your cutlass looks like it's been cut in two. Uh, but now has um, weird like springs and bolts across the back of it so you can now like fold it up, use it as a short weapon or click it out and use it as like a long weapon and the end of it is now like pointed like a spear that then comes back on itself still bladed so you can use it as a piercing weapon as well okay and she goes, merchants at the gate, smaller but they're fucking early. Um, you all needed to fuck a deal with them. Now's your chance. Yeah, I go outside and uh, pass by Kyrie. It was looking really good today, and I'm off to the merchants. Well, sort of. But, with the group. Literally just a stone statue <laughs> in the middle of the doorway, by the way. As... I'm gonna pull up my hood, uh, draw my sword, and walk towards them. Uh, saying it's more priority. Wait, is, is uh, Bean Man awake? Is he, is Have he any of you been walking across the floor out of curiosity? Yeah, yeah. you know how, yes. yeah, you know how when Gooey like, <laughs> uses blind sight and chair. shrinks outwards a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of Gooey is drinks <laughs> through the floor. It just slowly kind of like just reforms and just like. As you all are getting ready, you hear like glass breaking and someone goes. Where the fuck are they? And that's where we're going to call the session. I hope you all have enjoyed, both players and listeners. And we will catch you again next Monday. Goodbye.